This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Adi Tadi, Ole Miss fans, and welcome to the Brad and Chad Show on the OM Network, brought to you by Blue Delta Jeans, made in the USA. This is the show by and for Ole Miss fans, where you'll get expert insight and analysis on Ole Miss athletics. And now, here are your hosts, former Rebels Chad Flowers and retired NFL star Bradley Sowell. It's podcast time. February 27th, Brad and Chad Show, brought to you by Blue Delta Jeans. Chad Flowers here. Bradley Sowell, how are you today, ma'am? Good, Chad. It's been, been, a, been a week or two since we've talked. I don't know if your pig got a hold of you hold of you, and ate you or, or what the deal was. But I was worried you were sick again. I thought that, I thought you had the stomachache again. Your little tummy was hurting. So I, was a hey, I, I feel sick. We played uh, we played six softball games in a row with no break this Saturday, and I feel like I'm a lobster right now. So it's going to take me a good week. Yeah, you, uh, yeah, you got a nice little uh, – looks like a little tan line from the sunglasses on your eyes there. Yeah, it's not a spray tan. I promise. It is a. It is a straight. It's it's a straight hard headed, no sunscreen, Mississippi ballpark tan. Only, only thing I was missing was the vape pen. You know, the the old mom sitting there with the vape pen. But other than that, like I, I am authentically burnt. <laughs> well, you know, uh, baseball season's going. We didn't talk over the opening weekend, but we've seen a lot of good. Uh, you know, good series against Maryland this past weekend. Some things that um, are a little concerning going forward. We're going to bring on Brett Huber here in just a second to talk about that. But the other big news that we're going to discuss a little bit is basketball is in a coaching search, right? Kermit Davis is no longer the head coach of the men's basketball team. So where do we go from here? So some interesting names are being thrown about, but um, that's going to be a pretty big topic. There. Let's discuss that for a second. Where are you at with that? Because I'll tell you what I'm reading. You know, you got the you got everybody thinks a search should not go past the Texas guy, which is Beard. Chris, I think Chris Beard. Yep. Chris Beard and Will Wade, who was LSU, right? Yep. Um, you know, people are um, – you got various opinions, right? You have yeah. people that are saying, hey, you know, it's just a bad look. There's other people. You also have the other side that says, you know what? Sports, really, in general, college don't have any integrity anyways. Let's not play the whole character card. Hey, I, I, hey, you know, we, we want good people. Like, come on. All you care about is winning. Let's be real. Um, or, or some of the hires that have happened, you know, throughout college football and college basketball would not be happening. I'm kind of on the boat of like, hey, if, if, if the charges were dropped on the guy, you know, in Texas, like, Bring him on, like let, let, yeah. let's roll. I mean, that's that, that's his personal life, right? He's got he's got to you know clear that up himself. But you know, if if it didn't get charged, like give him a chance, give him a chance. Yeah, you know, my, I've been going back and forth on this too because Chris Beard has been the name that everybody wants, and you know, from mm-hmm. a basketball perspective, hell yeah, I want him. Right? He's won everywhere he's went, whether it was Little Rock, Texas Tech, or even Texas. Mm-hmm. 
The problem that I have with it is, look, yes, charges have been dropped. That doesn't mean he didn't do it, right? His no. his fiance did recant her initial statement that she gave in her police report. And if you read the police report, it's pretty ugly. Uh, she did say she instigated, which according to the police report, she did. But there was a 10 to 15 minute period where he comes in and instigates it again. Now, she recanted. So I don't know what's accurate, what's not. But at some point, you have to say it's not our job to rehabilitate his image. Um, I'm OK with Will Wade. Yeah, he was under an FBI probe. But guess what? He was paying players. That's legal now. I'm OK with Will Wade. I can make that because I agree that basketball does need a shot in the arm. Will Wade won at LSU. I think he can win at Ole Miss if yeah. he wants the job. Um, I, the, the Chris Beard situation doesn't pass the smell test for me, right? I, I think he does deserve uh, another chance to do something. I don't know if Ole Miss has to be the one because if something happens while he's in Oxford, that's an even bigger black eye for Keith Carter and the and the Ole Miss uh, you know, administration and program, right? Not to say yeah. that. He would do something again, but you know, if you're looking at domestic violence statistics, it's usually not a one-time thing. Okay, so I don't want to get into all the legalese of everything. Yes, technically, according to the law, he is not going to be charged for, with anything, but that does not necessarily mean he is innocent. And let's be honest, Texas fired him. That was his alma mater. Texas was his dream job. They wanted him. He was going to be there for a while, but they found enough reason to get rid of him midway through his second season at his alma mater. That is that is a red flag for me as well. Yeah, no, I, I can definitely see that. Will, Will Wade, I'm kind of with you on the Will Wade thing too, as you know, people were saying, hey, you know, he's got some issues. All he was doing is what's legal now, right? So yep. like maybe maybe he is, um, you know, maybe, maybe he would be a candidate. That'll be interesting to see what happens. Like honestly, to be completely transparent, like I don't, yeah. Whatever Keith Carter's in charge, right? Whatever he does, yeah. you obviously as, as an Ole Miss fan, you support. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, th- I think it is interesting to, to see the argument that's going Absolutely. on right now within the fan base of, hey, should we take this chance? Like, and we kind of hired Lane Kiffin. Like, he's he's yeah. does, he doesn't have any, anything crazy like that. But I mean, he is for Keith Carter as as conservative as a, as an individual as he is. People that actually know him, he's a really you know kind of a square type guy. Like for him to hire Lane Kiffin was kind of outside of his box. Now, if he goes out and grabs one of these basketball coaches, I'll be interested to see if sure. he Sure. It's a valid him. argument because the Ole Miss basketball program is one of the worst jobs in the SEC right now. It has no charisma. It has nothing. It has nothing no. going for it right now other than an arena, which if you can't get people to go and play in that arena or go and watch in that arena, no one cares. I get that. And people are saying, well, we don't want a mid-major coach. Well, guess what? Chris Beard and Will Wade are also mid-major coaches at some point too, right? Chris Beard won at Little Rock. Uh, Will Wade no. won at either BCU, I believe it was. So they were mid-major coaches as well at one point in time. So you can't just say mid-major coaches aren't going to do anything. It may not just win on, you know, the day that he's announced, but that doesn't mean he can't win on the court. So, um, but yeah, it's going to be really interesting to see what Keith Carter does. There's a lot of names. You got Chris Holtman in Ohio State. You got Dusty May at Florida Atlantic. So there's a lot of names out there that are circulating and the timing of the firing means that maybe something's going to happen sooner rather than later, right? We only have one more week of the regular season. Maybe something gets done before the, uh, you know, the SEC tournament in Nashville next week. We'll see. Yeah, I think I'm in the neutral boat, right? Like, hey, yeah. I, I don't, I don't really care what he does. I'm not going to have an opinion. If he were to hire Beard, I, I would support that. I don't, I, I just don't think that I have an opinion on it. No. Much so, like the, um, you know, some other people that are so outspoken. I would support whatever he does. I really would. I mean, I don't, I don't know that I follow basketball enough to be, you know, that that outspoken about it. But I think that it's interesting. I mean, I, I've been really following this argument. I'm like, man, it'll be interesting to see what Keith Carter does here. It will be. Um, 
Well, I mean, it's going to be a statement like higher because that's his program, right? He played there. He was all SEC yeah. there. So, I mean, obviously he's going to care about this program and how successful it is. And it'll be interesting to see that the path that he takes. Um, now, uh, speaking of people that have, you know, uh, played at Ole Miss, we actually have someone that's going to be joining us, you know, uh, on our Nest and Wild hotline. Former closer of Ole Miss, he's also he's actually the all-time saves leader in Ole Miss history. Mr. Brett Huber is joining us today. Brett, how are you, man? I am doing fantastic. How are you guys? Doing right, good. What's up, what's up, brother? I love that. I love the jacket. I, I mean, what is Nick giving you? What are you getting these exclusive jackets from Blue Delta? Like what the what the freak? Care packages. You know, I, I got to tell a story. The first time I met Bradley, uh, we're out on a golf course. Oh boy. Okay. And I don't know what to do. I got this huge offensive lineman in our group. And, you know, I've, I've heard he's going to come play. Um, he's starting to get in our friend group and he's talking a little smack. And I'm sitting there. I'm like, this is going to be a long day. I got six foot six, <laughs> 300 pound guy out here with us. And power to him. He gets up there on the first hole and hits about a 330 yard drive right down the fairway. And I was like, that's not going to be my day today. <laughs> We had some epic battles, and um, you know, sorry to the Ole Miss golf course, but but Brett and I and our friends, we played a lot of golf, free golf, and it was it was fun. So you know, we, we can openly admit it now. Ten years ago, we were we was playing some good free golf out at the Ole Miss, go- Ole Miss golf. I'm sure course. y'all were only on the cart pass too. Y'all weren't taking advantage of uh, driving on the fairways or around the green or anything like that either. Yeah, not at all, man. Not at all. <laughs> How's that golf swing going right now? You know, you're about to figure it out. You're about to figure out the same thing I figured out. When you have a bunch of kids, um, you know, I know you just had a new kid. Um, it's yeah, going to it's going to um, dr- dr- dramatically fall off. So it's so so. I can hold it together, but it's not like it was. I can tell you that. I'm sure you're just fine. <laughs> if I can give you any advice as a new father, one thing that I would recommend is try to get them to skip age three. If you can go from two to four. Then you'll be golden, dude. Uh, that, that's really all you need to look for because three is hell. The, the well, I heard it's a terrible two, so I don't know if two's good either. No, no. I would love, no, I would love to watch Brett change a diaper just knowing Brett. I would love to see kind of how he handles the first time I changed one. So I just ripped the diaper off, like like mid shit and all. Like, 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 no, you can't just rip it. You can't just take the diaper completely off. Like, you have to, you know, open it up and like wipe down. You have to try to get like that one wipe. I just rip it off and shit's everywhere. And it's like, nah, bro, you got a long way to go. So, four later, first, I figured it out. But. First experience, uh, the fire hose just right over his right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I didn't know what to do. The best I just, is when like, that happens at two o'clock in the morning. Yeah, right, right on the net. Yeah. Well, we're here to talk ah, about some. So, yeah. So, so, so we had a we had a pretty interesting, you know, three game series against Maryland this past weekend. And kudos to Maryland; they're a pretty solid baseball team, right? Ranked thirteenth in the country, and they looked every bit of it, especially uh, Friday night. Rebels took two out of three. What are your early impressions? Let's start on the offensive side of the ball, Brett. What are your impressions of how we've been able to replace your Kevin Grams, your Tim Elkos, um, but you know, at the plate? Well, I think it all starts with Mike Clement. Um, ever since Mike got there, um, following you know Cliff Godwin, he's just done an amazing job um, mm-hmm. being there. Also, the director of operations. I think what Clem does so well is creating that relationship with his players, um, whether they're new, coming back, you know, looking for a big year, having that relationship with his guys, giving them the confidence to go out there and be able to produce. Um, he's one of the best at it. But um, kind of what you're seeing so far. I mean, seeing Clarko. 
um, especially this weekend with a big blast. Um, you know, Ethan Groff, um, not only at the plate, but, you know, I think he's five for five stolen bases. Yep. Um, are those guys, Tim Elko, you know, Justin Bench, Kevin Graham? No, but early on, um, you really like him with the, you know, you're seeing in the box, especially against a program, like you said. Uh, Maryland, the last few years, has done a great job, um, you know, recruiting. Um, becoming a staple in college baseball. Um, so a big series win. Um, but offensively, TJ McCants back, you know, Gonzalez, you know, top five, possible top five draft. Um, you know, those guys are going to hold their own. Um, but, you know, bringing those new guys along, um, seeing what we've seen so far, I've been pretty excited about. I, I, I tell you Brad, do, you think, do you think the development of, um, you know, I guess Calvin Harris and um, TJ McCants is playing a huge role? I mean, I think if you look at it, in my opinion, I mean, I'm not a baseball, you know, expert like like you would be, but, I feel like guys like TJ McCants, Alderman, and and Calvin Harris taking that next step has really you know made this team. I thought we we're gonna be good, but I think offensively, man, those guys are starting to play at another level, and I think it's making you know the, the hit of Kevin Graham, Tim Elko, and them be a lot, a, a lot, lot less. Well, I think just the physical, just those guys stepping in the box, their present presence yeah. alone. Um, you know, I think that's defining for them. Um, Calvin last year really took off. Yeah, I think he showed some signs early in the season, but, you know, we always say SEC tournament, there's always a guy that shows up, whatever team it is, somebody takes another step. And I think, you know, Calvin was that guy last year, um, but seeing people like him and Kemp Alderman, who's probably averaging over a hundred miles an hour exit below off the bat right now, having guys like that, that walk in the box is it's really exciting to see. I- I think Calvin Harris has been the most impressive hitter so far this season. He goes oppo. He hit a walk-off grand slam yesterday, but he's using all parts of the field. You know, obviously Gonzalez gets a lot of the kudos. You know, he's a a very talented player, but Calvin Harris has been just a godsend, uh, especially uh, considering what we lost. We talked about what was lost in production and lineup. He's been fantastic. Now, it kind of goes back to Coach Clem. Um, You know, Kevin Graham was the guy that came in as a very pull-heavy guy. Uh, mm-hmm. that's kind of what his swing was. And, you know, Clem did an amazing job with him working all fields. And just like you mentioned, Calvin, you know, was it twice this weekend going opposite field home runs? I think just showing, you know, having, having the patience and going through the process of, you know, getting that development and getting that swing better to use all fields, you know, coach Clem just does such a good job at, and you're seeing that now in his junior year. Now, you, you mentioned Calarco and McCants. They had some pretty emphatic home runs this past weekend. Uh, <laughs> things got a little chippy uh, between Maryland and uh, and the Rebels. And what's going to be funny is Ole Miss and Maryland play Friday night in Minneapolis, so that could get a little bit uh, chippier. But as a pitcher, you know, uh, I know not everybody likes their home runs to get pimped, but, man, Calarco and McCants, they took every advantage to admire the damage that they just did. Here's some footage of it. And McCants just sitting back there talking to the catcher. Um, what's your reaction to seeing these bombs and how they were admired. Now, obviously you're rooting for Ole Miss, but as a pitcher, what is your reaction to that? I mean, as a pitcher, I mean, to be honest with you, you don't really look at those things too often. I mean, you made a bad pitch, you tip a cap. Um, but I think Ole Miss needs to, you know, I mean, guys are going to, you're the national champion. So every game you're going to play, you know, mm-hmm. opposing teams are going to treat it like the national championship and things are going to get chippy. Um, especially in today's game, you know, you're watching big league guys. This is what they're doing. I mean, these are the players, you know, athletes are looking up to these days and that's kind of the style of play now. Um, and I don't think there's anything wrong with, you know, a little chippiness. I mean, everybody at, yeah. you know, it's playing power five conference baseball is, is 
competitive. Um, so I mean, there's going to be chippiness that's going on. Brett, if he Brett, if he does that to you, you thought where you are you throwing at him or or, or what? Are you you whizzle one by their head the next time or what? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, you got to stick with the one pitch at a time. I mean, you can get as frustrated as you can, but you just let up that bomb. So deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, Brett, as a pitcher, one of the things that have probably been the most concerning uh, are the amount of walks that the Rebels stat. I think we got, we're at forty six walks now for the season. Um, it doesn't look like anybody has just been ridiculously wild. You know, the Maryland brought in a reliever yesterday, couldn't find the play. But it feels like the pitchers are nibbling a little bit more, and it, maybe it's a tighter zone from the umpires. I don't know what your uh, your thoughts were, but when you got a lot of young pitchers like this and guys can't find the strike zone, or at least where the umpires are not going to call it, what is Bianco and uh, you know some of the guys going to have to do to try to rectify this? Well, I think the first thing you mentioned, you're seeing a lot of fresh faces this year. Um, and with that, you're playing in front of, you know, 10,000 people on a weekend that they're not used to. Um, so really diving into that pre-pitch routine with these guys, um, getting them thrown in the fire. I mean, you have to. Um, you've seen the yeah. lineup. You've seen the pitching changes. Um, you know, that's what Coach Bianco does early in the year to see who's going to fit. And you have to throw guys in the fire early. Um, so them experiencing that early, I think, is going to really help. Um, it does. It it it's hard to watch guys go out there. And like you said, it's full count two two. Um, you know, they're going to figure out, you know, if they want to pitch, you know, strike one's extremely important, get it ahead of counts. Yeah. Um, and that pre-pitch routine is so important to the game. Um, whether you're a hitter or a pitcher, um, you know, baseball is one of the hardest sports out there. Um, there's a lot of failure in it and being able to stay present, stay where your feet are is extremely important. So getting those guys out there more, I think that's going to help um, and just finding out, you know, who's going to be able to play a role. Uh, you go look back at a lot of years, Years, there's usually eight guys that are going to solidify themselves as the pitching staff. Um, good years, you're going to see, you know, closer to 10. But, you know, right now, I think Coach Bianco is going to be able to find out in the next few weeks who, who's going to be those eight guys. Um, and he's going to stick yeah. with those. Brad, what's it, what's it like going into a season? So, like, like, just like what you just alluded to. So, is it, I mean, you go in there, do you, kind, do you guys kind of know the eight guys? Or do you guys kind of have an idea of the eight guys and all of a sudden someone shows up and is really good? Or, or how, how does it kind of come into place? Because I know in football, you know, obviously you – you have an idea, then it never fails. It is always different, you know, midseason, whatever you think the lineup's going to be, or another guy comes out of nowhere. Is it kind of like that in baseball, too, where guys just kind of rise to the top? Yeah, I think in the fall, you kind of know. Uh, and especially at the end of the fall, which I always loved um, that our staff did, was you, you, there's a ranking, and the hitters rank them, one through how many of the pitchers there are. And they get posted, and you see where you rank in those, those top eight. Um, mm-hmm. Like I said, I mean – uh, the one guy I can really pick out for you, um, part of that um, Omaha team in 2014, was Sam Smith. Um, Sam Smith was a freshman um, when I was older and was a guy that went out there in the fall that you just really – his name wasn't a big name for us. I mean, he just kind of went out there through his innings and then, you know, wasn't really ranked at that that high totem pole and that ranking of pitchers and came back in the spring and it was like a whole different person. So I think it challenges guys, um, to be honest yeah. with you. Um and if you're not one of those eight, I mean, what do you got to do to get better? Um, and, and when you get your time to get in the game, you got to be able to produce and you get yourself more opportunities. BNA Bank is celebrating 125 years of local banking. For generations, BNA Bank has been a stable fixture in Northeast Mississippi, supporting and investing in our local small businesses, local schools, local community events, local charities, and so much more. At BNA Bank, we believe in our local communities, businesses, and organizations because we are a local business, too. Thank you for choosing to bank local with BNA Bank.
Your national champions are back for another exciting year of Ole Miss baseball. Show your support for both Ole Miss baseball and the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation by signing up for the Pledge Per Win and Pledge Per Home Run campaigns. Donations are charged every Monday, allocated into your blue priority point total, and are up to 90% tax deductible. So sign up today by visiting givetoathletics.com slash donate. That's givetoathletics.com slash donate, or call the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation at 662-915-7159. That's Ole Miss Baseball and the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation, 662-915-7159. The signs of summer are here. Freshly mowed grass, days in the water at the ballpark, and all the rest on the golf course. Well, that's how we do it over here at Oxford and Ole Miss anyway. And PXG Golf Apparel is here to make sure you're locked and loaded for round after round at University Course or Oxford Country Club. PXG has taken its mission to create the most high-quality, high-performance golf clubs in the game to their new line of apparel as well. With PXG Apparel, there's something for everyone. From pants, polos, and sweaters to hats, joggers, and skirts. You'll usually find me with a hat on my head, and PXG has nailed the fitted breathable. And my navy goes with pretty much anything. So don't wait another second. Elevate your style game on and off the course with the PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com TOC and use promo code TOC for Talk of Champions at checkout to save 10% on all apparel. That's pxg.com TOC, code TOC for Talk of Champions to save 10% on apparel. PXG, a proud sponsor of the Talk of Champions Podcast Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Brett, you mentioned uh, pitch, uh, you know, routine for both hitters and pitchers. One of the big efforts that you're seeing right now in Major League Baseball, spring training starting up, is they're implementing a pitch clock. Now that's been in the in, in the college game for a couple years and now. It, <laughs> I can already see you shaking your head. What are your thoughts on trying to speed up the game a little bit with the use of a pitch clock in baseball? I'm out on it, um, to be honest with you, um, especially when you're getting in pressure situations. I mean, you're talking pitch calling, you're talking bunt defenses, you're talking any type of shift in your infield, outfield. You know, that takes time, um, especially when you're getting deeper in the season and games really do count. I mean, all games count, but especially deeper in the season. Um, and you've seen it already. Um LSU um, ended a game. Uh, you had a spring training game with Boston ended. Um, and I'm not the only one. Anybody that's, you know, been in baseball, um, coaches baseball, been around baseball. Yes, you'd like to see the game speed up, but you're going to run into these issues. And I, I don't like it at all. I don't think I think there's a lot of people that would um, admit to that as well, that I don't think it's good for the game. Okay. 
That's interesting. You know, uh, I, I see a lot of people, a lot of players like Aaron Judge came out and said he's actually fine with it because it allows the the pitcher to not be able to think about, you know, and just get in there and throw the ball. So I, I wonder if some hitters are okay with it, even though they don't, they aren't able to step out of the box. But I would imagine pitchers have a certain routine that they really want to stick to to kind of get that repetitive motion, uh, re- repetitive wind up that they're uh, so used to doing. And, and you're right. There's there's a preference for everybody. You know, there's pitchers out there that like to work fast. Sure. Uh, you know, and then you got your closers like myself that I really like slowing the game down. Um, you know, when it's pressure situations like that, I'm going to take my time. This is my island and I'm going to own it. So I'm going to take the time that I want. Um, so you're going to run into a lot of different issues. But I, I know I, I watched a, a video the other day of a Tampa Bay race pitcher um, and his stats have actually improved since it. Um, oh, that he's throwing more first pitch strikes than he ever has because he's getting on the mound. I don't think there's too much of a thought process for him and he's just getting after it. So you're going to see both sides. Um, I think from a coaching side, you're going to see more coaches that probably aren't um, too big on it. Okay. Um, now, you know, obviously one of the big, the big pieces of news that we haven't really discussed yet with the Ole Miss baseball team is actually related to an injury, right? So there's still speculation. It does seem to be trending that Hunter Elliott's not going to be available this year for Tommy John. That is not official, not confirmed, but they're still looking over MRIs, which is never a good sign. You know, Brett, if you're Mike Bianco, are you moving someone like a Jack Doherty out of the bullpen to your Friday? Maybe a Sam Tacoyan who looked really good for maybe an inning and a half, two innings this past weekend. What do you do? Do you move him to Friday? Do you slide everybody up and put them on Sunday? How do you handle that if Hunter Elliott's not able to go? I think he made the right decision this past weekend with Jack, and I think they're going to continue to stay with Jack for a little bit. Um, I am super high on Grayson Sonier. Um, I know he didn't have a great outing this weekend, um, but I think, you know, he's a guy that's going to continue to get better as a freshman. Um, And Yeah, you have Mason Nichols. um, You know, he had a lot of experience last year. I think you can slide him into the closer role as well. But like you said, Tukerson – I think with Sal this weekend, um, there's a lot of fresh faces this year. And I think you're just going to continue to see Coach Bianco change it up a little bit early on um, and see what fits best. I mean, you might see Jack stay there. You might see Grayson get further down the season and move into Friday. Um, There's a lot of options out there, obviously, but um, it's who's going to step up, Um, you know, Friday night. Um, those are ace against ace. um, And that's your best guy. So whoever wants to step up into under spot, you know, you're up. Is it, is it possible to make a run without without solid pitching though? I mean, it, it was my biggest concern going in, you know, obviously we've we've out hit Maryland, that was great, but you get an SEC and you're facing, you know, a Friday, a real Friday night guy, a real Saturday guy. Can we out can we, you know, out hit them while they're hitting us like that is is my biggest concern going forward. Yeah, zeros are super important. Um, but I think last year showed a little bit too. I think, you know, Derek mm-hmm. Diamond had a very roller coaster of a year last year. Um, and you saw how our staff really grinded it out all season. Um, and I think you're going to see the same this year. Um, you know, just like last year, I mean, we were in the darkest of darkest holes and there's nobody better for that job than Coach Bianco. Um, and kudos to the team too. Mad props to them to be able to stick together. Uh, but that staff, especially keeping those guys together. And I think you're going to see the same thing this year. You know, having one of your best players go down is rough, uh, but there's no better staff out there to keep that team together and keep guys producing. Brett, what are you up to now? We'll shift gears for a second before we let you go. You know, obviously you're a new dad. Congratulations on that. But what are you doing now, right? Since uh, are, are you coaching anybody or are you uh, still involved in baseball? 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, I work for a company called Spot Content Studio during the day. Um, we have endless abilities here. Um, you know, everything we do is content. Content's king these days. Um, mm-hmm. Do everything from high-end video to uh, podcasting like we are now. Um, you know, digital work, uh, live streaming, virtual streaming, um, the whole nine yards. Um, we have a great team here that does that. And I'm kind of part of our sales team here. Um, and okay. I really enjoy it. It's a great spot. Uh, and then I did. I wanted to stay in baseball when I left Ole Miss after, you know, director of operations. I wanted to stay in somehow, uh, but kind of be my own boss. Um, and I do. I have my own business called Maximize Pitching Lab. Um, we actually do have a few guys um, that we train, two seniors right now that are committed to Ole Miss. Um, so I oh, do nice. that. Well, so sometimes days get a little bit busy, um, but I like <laughs> yeah. so it gives me something to do. Uh, but no, that's that's what I got going on right now. Well, that's fantastic, Brett. Well, I, I mean, I really appreciate you joining us, and I'm sure we'll be able to talk a little bit later on this season as the season goes along uh, following the Rebels, man. No, thank you guys so much, man. I really enjoy the show. You guys keep doing your thing. All right. Appreciate it, Brett. Awesome. Appreciate it, Brett. That's Brett Huber on the Neston Wild Hotline created by Southern Craftsman. Neston Wild mattresses are powered by decades of experience and passion for improving your quality of sleep. Backed by a 99-night guarantee, they will help you sleep easy, and they're made locally in Tupelo, Mississippi. You can find them on Amazon or nestonwild.com. Bradley, did you get a chance? I know you said you were uh, you know, you were softballing this weekend. Did you get a chance to watch any of the games this weekend on Miss Yeah, yeah no, I followed along in between. I had my, had my phone going on, on Saturday and then yesterday as well. Man, I, I leave the house yesterday and it was like eight to two or something. And when I turn yeah. back on my phone, I'm like, "What in the freak happened?" So, um, yeah, you know, I, I was I was impressed. I'm impressed with their offense, but I have reservations of can this continue? Can we continue? Like at some point, you have to, you know, bear down on the on the pitching and and, and get you know get a little more out of them. So we'll see. I mean, like like Brett was saying, man, offense is great. I, I feel like our lineup is actually better this year, basically, yeah. basically because well, so far. Um, you know, you got McCants, Harris, and those guys have really stepped up. I mean, I looked at our batting averages today, and I mean, I know it's early in the season, but you know, everybody's mid mid to upper threes, and you know, usually oh, yeah. you have the one guy. You know, I think I think there's only one under 300 so far, so we're hitting the ball, which is great. But like, I want to see our pitching come along too, because we all know that hey, when it gets to you know you mm-hmm. know the big games, you know, you're not gonna hit, you're not gonna score eight to ten runs every SEC game. You're just not gonna do it. No, and, and you know, we saw there. it. We saw it Friday night. You know, Maryland's ace shut down the the rebel offense only allowing two runs so and they're going to face them they'll probably face him again friday night so uh baseball's got a midweek series against louisiana tech starting tomorrow tuesday if you're listening to tuesday it'll be today uh at four o'clock tuesday wednesday sec network plus and then this weekend they're going to head up to minneapolis they're going to play a trio of big 10 schools already mentioned maryland they'll play minnesota on saturday and then they will play uh, nebraska on Sunday, they're actually going to play in the Minnesota Vikings dome. So actually, they don't have to do with the cold oh, weather. Wow, that's so, amazing. Yeah, be a cool setup. I don't know how they configure that for baseball. Obviously, it's primarily used for football, but it'll be cool to see uh, what that looks like. And they won't have to play in the cold, which is always a bonus, too. Yeah, no question. Yeah, um, you know, you know, we talked a little bit about the men's team. They 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 picked up a win now that, uh, you know, Kermit is no longer the head coach. They picked up a win against LSU. They got two more games before the SEC tournament next week. But uh, one thing that I wanted to bring bring up since we didn't talk last week, you know, the women's team, uh, you know, we were talking about some of the big games that they had coming up. They had LSU, they had South Carolina. Did you get a chance to watch any of that South Carolina game that they played a Sunday ago, not this past Sunday, but uh, the previous one where they took them to overtime? I, I did not. And I followed along on my, on my phone, but I, I did not get a chance to watch it. But 
Um, it's crazy, man. I mean, <laughs> where, where, where they've came from to where they are now, like it's mind blowing to me. Yeah. What coach has done, you know, taking a team like that to overtime should have won the game, miss, could not shoot free throws, but it was a, you know, a, a record crowd in, inside of the pavilion. So it's really crazy to see how far they've come in such a short time. And now they are in the SEC tournament this week, right there. So they, they actually drew the, the elusive double buy. So they don't have to play until Friday and they'll play uh, Mississippi state or uh, the winner of Texas A&M and Vanderbilt. So there's a uh, two rounds that have to be played before that. They're down in, uh, I think, Greenville, South Carolina this weekend. So good luck to them. Uh, we got some softball, you know, successful weekend. They play their first home games this weekend. You know, uh, they will be playing uh, doubleheaders Friday, Saturday, Sunday, all those games on SEC Network Plus. So all that good stuff is going. And then we have the Combine this week, right? Anything you're looking for in the Combine from Ole Miss guys? I saw where Zach yeah. Evans is injured again. Is he? Is he really? I just, yeah, it's always banged yeah. up. So I don't know how much he's going to be oh able. Oh my God! Uh, he he needs he needs to come by more than any of them. He needs to come yeah, by yes. more than anybody there because yeah, you know, he obviously played second fiddle to a freshman this year, and you know he really needs to run that lower four 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 to four high four threes um, to to get you know a decent draft slaughter. He's going to be a late round guy based off durability. So. It'll be interesting to see, man. He really needed it. I, I mean, I really want to see how how Broker, you know, how he does. Um, you know, I think athletically he's going to really impress. Um, Mingo as well. I think Mingo is one of those guys who's kind of sitting there late. Um, mm-hmm. Could really could really work his way into that, you know, top three rounds if he does well. I think I think based off of his production in college, which was good, and the way he looks on the hoof, I think he's got a lot of upside. He's one of those guys I can see if he if he tests real well, you know, can can uh, you know potentially work his way up into a decent decent draft slot. You know, not Ole Miss related, uh, but one of the names that has really been, you know, showing up a lot on Twitter is Anthony Richardson, quarterback from Florida. I saw somebody project him as the number one pick based on what he's going to do in the combine, right? They're, they're, th- they're saying that he's this athletic freak, that they're going to be able to uh, coach around. So it's going to be really interesting because another thing that came out today is Bryce Young. I think he measured 5'10 and a half. So a lot of people are saying, is he too short to play quarterback? So now you're going through the meat market. That is the combine where people are looking at numbers that not necessarily mean success. Things like height, weight, hand size, all those things. But it's going to be pretty interesting to see what happens, uh, you know, based on some of the mock drafts that are coming out there right now is, you know, a player like Anthony Richardson, who all the talent in the world, but Florida was not good this past year. And, um, you know, someone's projecting him as the number one pick. That says a lot for how they uh, how they plan on him performing in the uh, in the combine this week. Anthony Richardson probably end up at tight end. I mean, I've just looked. He's 6'4", 240. If he runs really, really good, I mean, <laughs> why yeah. not? Why not? I mean, you can end up at freaking tight end with that size. And if he runs, you know, runs away, I mean, I, I, I would. Why not? I mean, these tight ends are making, you know, crazy money now. And, um, yeah, there's no way, dude. I mean, if he was that, – that would be a massive gamble. That would be something. That would be something that the Bears or the Raiders would do. Well, so. I, I saw. I saw where your Bears are probably going to be trading that number one pick, moving maybe down to four to Indianapolis or something like that. Is that the move that you want? I know a few uh, yeah, weeks they, ago, they ain't got the they ain't got the heart. They they ain't got the the, the set of marbles to do what they need to do. But it's okay. They'll um they'll figure it out. They'll figure it out. I mean, I'm sure I'm sure they're gonna try to accumulate a bunch of capital and give keep giving Justin Fields a chance. Um, I personally wouldn't do that, but you know, if they, if, if they do it right, I mean, he's he's got to um, yeah. It's, I feel like that they've got to go out and find. Not only do they got to you know surround him with pieces, they have to find an offensive coordinator that fits him, right? Like mm-hmm. 
he's got to be out on the move. He's got to be out on the run. He's, he can't sit back there and just just try to throw it around and and run around and make plays. That they've got to give him some. You know, the, I love San Fran's offense. I love the the way the Rams run offense. He's got to be in that that type of offense. You can't you can't just ask him to throw you. Throw, you know, sit back there and throw. So I think you know I'm fine with it. He's he's not bad, but I I just think that when you get the number one pick, man. If you if you look up two three years from now and Bryce Young is leading some team to you know the playoffs like Jalen Hurts is and some of these others, it's gonna it's gonna sting again for the Bears. Well, we'll see how uh, we'll see how the Rebels do. Uh, you know, like I mentioned, combine this week up in Indianapolis, and we'll you know several names up there. We'll see how they perform. Uh, before we go today, Bradley, uh, you know, might as well tell me what's your softball schedule this weekend. Man, Nine tournaments y'all got to play in, 27 games. No, we, we played two, two weekends in a row. We went one and two in our first tournament, went four and two this weekend. Played six straight games. We gassed out then, got beat. We came in third place. Um, I'll tell you what, though, what we did do is we did get a a, a portal. We had a little transfer portal okay. action from All the right. teams. You know. Tampering. And no, no, no tampering here. No tampering. I, 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 I totally respect our teams. I'm not that kind of coach, sure. but we, sure. we, have, we have had a girl that has – it was on another team, wasn't getting the pitch as much, or very good pitcher. Now she's coming to our team. We are we are more than excited. I won't, you know, won't say her name on here, but she's a little old Laurel, a girl from Laurel, um, Laurel, Mississippi. And man, we are we are fired up. The the um, the night just got better. So just stay tuned. Wait, wait. So so, we, so we, before adding her, we were one game away from a championship this weekend. But like if we had her, we actually win the championship. So we're excited. We're, we're, and more, more to be coming to the to the Knights. Um, you know, we're 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 tough tough recruiters here. Well, good deal. Well, good luck to you and the Knights. And before we leave, I want to make sure we mention our sponsor, Jeff Griffin with the Stevenson Griffin Group at Baird Private Wealth Management. Always go to their group's website at stevensongriffingroup.bairdwealth.com, or you can always give them a call 662-841-1900. Bradley, until then, my man, hotty toddy, and we'll talk to you next week. Okay. See you, Chad. Howdy, Toddy. Thanks for listening to the Brad and Chad Show. Follow the boys on social media for more content. And don't forget to like and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. This has been an OM Network production brought to you by Blue Delta Jeans, made in the USA. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.